Welcome to Live Unreal with Jeff Glover and Glover U. Do me a favor. Here it is for the first time. Turn to a clean sheet of paper. It's time to get to work. So as many of you are familiar with, put this right here, as many of you are familiar, we start off our big events, our summits, and our retreats with this little thing called the Live Unreal formula. Now, many of you have heard this multiple times. In fact, every single person you know, that was standing up when it's you know, second event, third event, fourth event, fifth event, you've all heard this second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, some of you eighth time. This will be your eighth time. And the reason why we start off every single event with the Live Unreal formula is because you as an individual, both personally and professionally, are in a different spot today than you were six months ago when we covered it in the summer. You are in a different spot than you were a year ago when we covered it in January in Orlando. And so we are committed to starting every single event with the formula because depending on where you're at in your personal and professional journey, it's gonna hit you differently each time. And there's going to be things that show up, thoughts that you have, uh, experiences that take place that maybe didn't happen the last time we went through it. The other reason why we go through this so much is because our mission to impact millions to live their most unreal life involves asking you to go out into your market and make an impact on the agents in your market. Whether you're a salesperson or leading a team or leading a brokerage, all of you have people looking up to you. Every stage as you grow and as you, as you work towards your unreal life, you have other people looking up to you thinking, I want to have that life. You have the opportunity to teach someone how to have it. And it starts with this formula. Now, this formula was actually born out of a conversation during COVID. Uh, I remember uh, Kate and Taylor and I were sitting in a conference room talking about how agents um, uh, are unfulfilled in many cases. Even when they're checking boxes or making the money they want to make, there's this feeling of unfulfillment on that journey. And so actually back then, and I just watched the video yesterday to just get kind of refreshed on what we were talking about back then, we didn't even call it the formula. It was the Live Unreal Quadrant. And so, of course, we've gone through a few uh, 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 versions of it. And today, for the first time ever, you're going to get to hear my version of it. And that doesn't mean that anyone's version is better or worse or different or, or you know, uh, more you know, uh, uh, attainable or less attainable. It just means you're going to hear a version using my own language. Uh, last year, of course, we had Justin Ford do it, and we had him do it several times. And you're probably going to get to hear his version again sometime soon. Uh, Kate will be giving a version sometime soon. She doesn't know that. She just found that out. So, Kate, you're up next. Get ready. I'm giving you six months to prepare, Kate. All right. Kate, where are you at? All right, you hear that? You got six months notice. All right, six months notice. So you're gonna hear hers. Uh, well, she always, you know, she needs some extra time to prepare and I appreciate that. She wants everything. I don't think I've ever met an individual uh, that's more of a perfectionist than Kate Simon. Everything must be perfect, which means it requires a lot of practice and time. So I'm gonna walk you through my version of it and my hope is, and we're gonna do something a little bit different than what we've done in, in the past. And my hope is that it hits you a little differently today than maybe in the past. Uh, and it, my, my other ask of you is if you can help us on our journey to impact millions, 
I'm going to ask you to go out and teach this. Teach this to your family. Teach this to your friends. Teach this to someone that you look up to, someone that could use some help. Spread the word around this because this absolutely, we now have, we don't have dozens, we don't have hundreds, we now have thousands of success stories all across North America of people that are using the Glover Youth System at a high level and many of them started by learning this formula because they came to an event just like you and in the morning of day one, they heard the Live Unreal formula and, it, and all of a sudden they received information differently, they took action differently because you understand even the next three and a half days, the next three and a half days, we essentially have a theme for each day. Day one is all about getting your mind and your heart in the right place. Day two and day three are all skills-focused, tactics, strategies, what you need to change and do to go out and list and sell more real estate. And day four is implementation through masterminds. So why do we do it that way? Well, because here's what we know. If your mind and your heart isn't in the right place, and I stand up here and give you 50 different things to go do to go take a new listing, it won't matter. It'll go in one ear and out the other because you're not in the right state of mind or you're not in the position to receive that information. So know that even if you've heard this before, this is all designed to put you in the right head space and the right heart space to take what we're going to cover over the next three, three and a half days and absolutely dominate in your market. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing about all these, you know, commission lawsuits and all this other stuff. Do you know what my solution is to that? Just list and sell more real estate. Seriously, that'll solve the problem. Take more listings. Become a better listing agent. You don't have to worry about it. You control the commission. So let's go ahead and jump in. If you're on a clean sheet of paper, do me a favor, and we're going to write five boxes, all right? And they're going to kind of look, you know, like this. And I'm gonna, the reason why I'm saying five is because where my high C's at in the room, my high analyticals, where you at? Raise your hand real high. I'll give you a minute. I know you might still be calculating. Give me a second. Okay. This is going to, you know, you're freaking out. He's starting at the bottom. Or is he going to go off the page, right? You know what I'm talking about. So we're going to go five, all right? Some of you guys have saw this before. And again, if this is your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time, I want you to think about how could I take some of this language and turn around and teach it? Again, I know a lot of you in here are, are solo producers and agents on teams, and you're like, Jeff, hey, I'm not in really a position to teach. You will be. The more of these you come to, you will be in a position to teach and train. And you'll, 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 you'll find your passion in that. Some of you will. Okay, so the first rung of the Live Unreal formula, as many of you know, is the word money. So just go ahead and write money in that box. And so next to money, I want you to write N plus W, needs and wants. And when I'm talking needs and wants, I'm really referring to your needs and your immediate wants. Needs and wants. Okay, so let me share with you what this looks like. So I'm actually going to turn um, on the on the right. You're going to you're going to use a clean sheet of paper, but don't worry, we're coming back to this. Okay, so go ahead and just go to the next page in your workbook because I'm going to teach you an activity. It's called the needs and wants activity. And and forgive us because I don't think we've taught this before. Some of you may have heard it, you know, through Sales Rocket or you know one of our business plans. But the needs and wants activity is often forgotten for real estate agents. Because most real estate agents, when they show up to their broker or their team leader and, the, and they ask, okay, what do you want? How much do you want to make next year? Oh, I want to make six figures. Oh, I want to double my income. I want to do this. There's no real like rhyme or reason behind that number that you come up with. And I'm going to teach you a technique that from moving forward, every year you can use to actually figure out what that number is. And for those of you that are leading teams, leading brokerages, this is an activity every single year you should be doing with your team or office. So this is the needs and wants activity, and we're going to start with letter A, 
And letter A is your monthly cost of living. Go ahead and write that down. Your monthly cost of living. And let's just say for sake of exercise, all right, your number might be 20,000, it might be 50,000, it might be 10,000, it might be 3,000. We're going to say for sake of exercise. Now, if you want to write yours in, feel free. If you want to go back and do this activity later and just write down my numbers, my sample numbers that I'm using, that's fine too. So your monthly cost of living, let's just say, is $7,500, okay? Some of you are like, what do you live in, Cleveland? Jeez, that's how you, how you live on that. Where are my Ohio friends at? Oh, Ohio. All right. We'll try, to, we'll try to take it easy on you this week. You guys know that. We love you. Hey, listen, the Browns and the Lions, I mean, they're like the two, two of the same teams and franchises. So we at least have that in common, except for this year. Next, I want you to write down, so your monthly cost of living. In other words, like, what does it cost to live? What is your, what is your, your, your rent, your car payment, your mortgage? You know, again, that number might be 20,000, 50,000, 10,000, whatever. I'm just using a sample here, okay? The next one is going to be your total outside income. Outside income. I got to know how much is coming in per month. Outside income per month, Okay, and let's just say that number is $1,500. Well, what would, what would outside income be? Well, this would be, uh, you know, like child support or rental properties or alimony, outside income, it, meaning, meaning money coming in to help you with your cost of living. Money that you don't necessarily have to put hours into trade for, right? You've got rental properties that are paying you dividends, whatever. Letter C is we're going to subtract the two. Okay, we're going to subtract the two. So we're subtracting B from A, and in this case, it gives me $6,000 per month needed to cover my $7,500, all right? You guys all with me? Say yes. All right, good. Again, I would encourage you to go back and do this activity on your own. If you want to use my numbers, that's fine. Again, these are just sample numbers. Now we've got some goals to factor in, all right? Here's where it starts to get some fun. Now we've got some goals to factor in. Let's just say in 2024, you'd like to purchase a new car, a vacation home, you like to put away some money for your kid's college fund, and you want to remodel your kitchen. All right, so let's just say a new car, 1000 a month nowadays, vacation home, 3000 a month, college for kids, I want to put away 3000 a month, college for kids, and a kitchen remodel. Now, a kitchen remodel, you're probably not going to finance. There's probably not going to be a monthly number. But a technique that I've been teaching agents for years is, wouldn't it be nice if you could make these improvements because of the cash you've saved up to make those improvements and get your money back within one year. Wouldn't it be great if you can put out, you know, let's just say you're, you're redoing all your cabinets and countertops. Cabinets and countertops, $36,000. All right, well, there goes that money out of the bank account. Now it's down to this. Yeah, but what if you earned that $36,000 back all in one year? Whenever you make a big purchase that is, 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 is taking from your reserves or taking from your savings or taking from your checking account, whenever you make a big purchase, I want you to think about what is the financial amount per month to get that money back in one year? Because think about it for a second. If you do your cabinets and your countertops and it's $36,000, if you want to not only have new cabinets and countertops and you want to get all that money back in one year, all I have to earn is an additional $3,000 per month. Because an additional $3,000 per month times 12 months is $36,000 and now I've gotten my thirty-six dollars back and I have new cabinets and countertops. By the way, this is a rule that I've personally followed for probably the last 20 years since I learned it. 
Every time you make a big out-of-pocket purchase that's going to lower your reserves or lower your costs, I want you to figure out how much more you have to make per month to get that money back. Because then at the end of the year, you got all the stuff and you got your money back. So let's just say for this particular case, my total monthly cost for goals, letter D, so letter D is total monthly cost for goals, is going to be 10000 10, a month to get what I want, my wants. Again, we're just doing one year. I'm not, we're not doing vision boarding here. We're not talking two, three, four, five years out. The first rung on the Unreal formula is money, and it's based on your needs and wants for that year. Not your needs and wants for what you want to do five years from now. Not your needs and wants for what you want to accomplish three years from now. Your needs and wants right now for 2024. Okay, so it's going to cost me $10,000 a month so letter D, if you're following along, is you're totaling up your monthly cost for your wants. Okay, this was, this was your cost of living, outside income, gives us this balance, 6,000 needed, but now if I wanna check these boxes in 2024, I gotta come up with another 10 grand per month. So then letter E is, we're gonna add these two together. You're gonna add C and D together. In other words, you're gonna take your needs, plus your wants, and you're gonna total it up. So now I need $16,000 a month in income to get my needs and wants. You guys following along? Say yes. All right, so seven of you, good. So $16,000 a month to accomplish both my needs and wants, because I'm gonna turn the page. Now, we're gonna go to letter F. Letter F. My average commission check is, we're just gonna say again, you know, after franchise fee splits, whatever, average commission check, I'm gonna say it's $4,000. Okay, average check is four grand. Some of you, your number's 10, some of you it's 20, some of you it's three, whatever. Average commission check, four grand. So now what I'm going to do is I'm gonna divide 4,000 into 16, and it's gonna give me the number of units needed per month. Units closed per month. And that's going to equal, in this case, uh, 4,000 goes into 16,000 how many times? Four, exactly. So that means I need to close four units per month times a $4,000 check to get me the 16,000 to cover my wants and my needs after you take into considera consideration my outside income. But we're not done. If I need to close four per month, by the way, this is again an activity. Every single one of you should have done this with your business plan. And if not, go back and do this now. Every single one of you should know what this number is. In other words, you should be able to, if I were to ask the question, in order to accomplish your needs and wants in 2024, how many closings on average do you need per month? Ready, go. Nine. Okay, see, we need some work with this. I heard nine and I heard four. And then a bunch of gibberish. If I were to ask you right now, how many closings do you need per month to check off your needs and wants, what is that number? Okay, there we go. Everyone should know what that number is at all times. It shouldn't be any gray area around that. Next, if I need to close four, we're not done. If I need to close four, I'm going to need to write more than four because not all of them close. So letter H is units written. Units written. Now you're gonna to have to consider a fallout rate. 
What do I mean by a fallout rate? Well, what that means is not every deal you write is going to close. Some of you who have only been in the business three years or less just realized that for the first time, right? Because in 2021, 2022, you want the house or not. That's, I mean, that's basically how you handle the objection, right? You want it or not. Today, the buyer doesn't like the way the doorbell chimes and they want, oh, we want 5,000 off in concessions for that. Not everything makes it to the closing table. I've always planned on, by the way, for me personally, I've always planned on a 10 to 15% fallout. I've always planned on. If I want to close 100 units, that means I have to write 115. If I want to close 50 units, that means I probably have to write uh, 58 to 60 units. So for sake of exercise, just to keep the math simple, I'm going to say we have a 20% fallout. By the way, you know the national average is somewhere around 13.5%. 13.5% of real estate transactions that go into escrow or go pending do not make it to the closing table. So to be safe, let's just round up and say, I'm gonna have a 20% fallout rate this year because that can vary depending on what's going on in the market, obviously. So in order to accomplish my needs and wants, my units written actually needs to be five. I need to put up, and I remember this conversation, we've got several, several of our agents in the audience from the Glover Agency that have been having this conversation with me for years. This will sound very familiar. I need, Amy, I need to see your name on that pending board at least five times if you want to close four a month. Bob, I need to see your name on that pending board at least six times if you want to close five or six deals per, or four or five deals per month. Everyone should know not just their units closed, but everyone should also know what their written number is. So that is the money part. Moving forward, when somebody asks you or where you're sitting down and doing this yourself, what do you want to make next year? I want you to go here first. When somebody says, all right, you know, you, you, you netted 387,000 last year. What do you want to make next year? I don't want you to say, well, I want to make 500. I want, you know, I want to be able to say I made half a million. Stop doing that. That's ego. That's, that's not, if, if it's not fueled by anything, then it's not going to happen. Ego is fuel, but at the end of the day, it's not enough fuel. So instead, when people say, what do you want to make next year? Well, hold on a second. Let me walk through this activity. I gotta figure out what my needs are right now and how much it costs me to live each month. I gotta figure out what it's gonna cost to accomplish those wants. And then I need to figure out what that closed unit number is. That's the first rung of the Live Unreal formula and that's called money. Now, once we determine the money number, then comes, help me out here, what's next? Transactions, that's right. So one of you remembers, thank you, okay? Transactions. which again, you just saw to some degree how we do that. And next to transactions, I want you to write biz plan. This is essentially, all right, here's what you need to make, here's where it's gonna come from and how you're gonna do it. Transactions is essentially your business plan. How often are you visiting your business plan? We did the business plan for 2024, the week of Thanksgiving, and if the week of Thanksgiving is the last time you saw that plan, we got a problem. So how often are you looking at it? By the way, I look at mine every Sunday night. Every Sunday night, I look at and think about what it is I got. Because you know why? Let's be honest. We all need reminders. We get busy. Right, Dan? We get busy. We get distracted. Things happen. Oh, my gosh. I got so off track because this and this and this. If you could just create a routine where you just quickly review it 15, 20 minutes every Sunday night or Monday morning, whatever, Making sure, yep, I'm aware of what I said I was going to do. Now am I doing it? I need to take action this week on it. So the next rung is transactions. That's AKA your business plan. 
And by the way, a lot of people kind of get stuck here. Transactions, money, they don't necessarily know where to go from there. Until they meet someone, which hopefully there's a lot of good team leaders and brokers in the room, that says, you know what, you got to make a vision board. And I know, as real estate agents, I remember hearing this from my first broker and, uh, of course, from Kathy. And, you know, by the way, I, I, Kathy, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember one of my first meetings with Kathy. She had a big black binder where she took all of her notes, and it was the calendar. And inside that binder was also her vision board. And she, carried it, she carries it around with her. And I'll, I'll never forget that because up until that point, I thought, vision board, come on, like just pasting and copying and slapping things on a poster board. Are you serious? This is going to like make a difference in my life. Are you kidding me? And then all of a sudden through the years, I've met so many successful, wealthy individuals who said, oh, well, I, I do a vision board every year still. What? You're like a millionaire. You're still doing vision boards every year? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of agents kind of get stuck here because they don't actually think this is kind of like. All right, you have to understand, and, and I'm a little passionate about this, so just bear with me a second. You've heard this term, your best life, all right? And by the way, there's nothing wrong with chasing your best life and running after your best life and um, uh, fulfilling or whatever your idea of your best life is. There's nothing wrong with that, but you understand that your idea of your best life is limiting you. You understand that, right? Because your best life is made up of a culmination of the people that you've surrounded yourself with. Your best life is made up of a culmination of your background, your parents, your, your family, people that you spent a lot of time with as you were growing up. Your best life is a culmination of your thoughts based on the environment you've been in. So understand when you think you're writing out a plan for your best life, you actually have an opportunity to write a plan for something that's beyond that. And that's why we call it the unreal life. The unreal life is something that's so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. That's what we mean by when we say that. We don't mean like this pie-in-the-sky, airy-fairy idea of, you know, live unreal. I'm living unreal. No, no, no. Most of you actually don't even know what your unreal life looks like because you can't picture it. You understand your life and your idea of your best life is made up of your thoughts of what you think your best life should be. And that's very limiting because what's ending up happening is you're actually holding yourself back because you can't see it. You can't picture it. That's why we created this formula to help you kind of break through that ceiling. So again, there's nothing wrong with chasing your best life or saying you're living your best life. I mean, I, I love all those thoughts and, and I want to see people saying, I'm out here living my best life. That's great. But understand, you're going to hit a ceiling. That's your ceiling. That is your ceiling. Your, best, your idea of your best life really is your ceiling because that's what you've pictured to be your best life based on your environment, your upbringing, your surroundings, people that you associate with, environments that you hang out in, conferences you go to. That is what you say, that, that's the life I want to live. That is what creates those thoughts in your mind. That's limiting. You shouldn't be able to fathom your best life. You shouldn't even be able to think that you deserve your unreal life. It shouldn't even be something, it, it actually might be hard to picture. So know that we walk you through this because I want to break you through that ceiling. The best life is a step towards your unreal life. And what ends up happening, and the reason why I'm bringing this up now is a lot of agents get caught here because they're actually not thinking about their best life. So here's where the best life part comes in. And the next box is options. 
options. And next to options, I want you to write down vision board. And somewhere in your notes, I'm going to give you what would be options or what would fill in that category. And also, I've asked them to find a bunch of photos, which I'm going to kind of scroll through quickly to illustrate what I mean by this. So when you think of options, all right, when you have money, okay, so this down here, you understand, almost all of us, not everyone in here, but almost all of us are wired to have enough money to pay the bills and a little bit left over. Almost all of us are wired, based, call it our upbringing, call it whatever, we're wired to have enough money to pay the bills and have a little bit left over. You know, enough money to pay the bills and uh, have a roof over our head and, and maybe a, f a family vacation every five years, a new car every six or seven years, a new house every 10 or 15 years. We're wired to have just a little bit extra above and beyond what, we, what our costs are. And so this is where the vision boarding comes in. This is where the inspiration of, all right, I want to break through that. What are some things I can do to help me break through that? Because once you have the money from the transactions in your business plan, you're going to have the ability to start checking options off your list. And so what do I mean by options? Well, I want to make sure every year you're updating this part of the formula with some new options. So let me share with you some new options if you want to write these down, please. Your options should come from places you want to go. Places I want to go. Things I want to do. Things I want to do. Experiences I want to share. Places I want to go. Things I want to do. Experiences I want to share. Now, I have to pause here for a second because I was just reminded. How about them lions, huh? So actually, you guys know where that stems from. You know how about them lions? You guys know, anybody know where that stems from? That's that quote. Can we, do you get Tim Allen, Home Improvement? Do you remember JTT? All right, I, the Home Improvement fan here, obviously. Uh, we got some. He was getting out of the car. Tim was dropping up. You guys remember the story? Tim was dropping him off at school, all right, and, and you, no, you don't remember? Yeah, he was dropping him off at school, and, and you know, JTT or whatever the, whatever the kid's name was in the show, can anyone help me with his name? What was his name in the show? Huh? Randy. Randy was the kid's name? Randy. Randy said, Jeff, no, Randy wasn't the kid's name. Randy was the neighbor. That was Wilson? What was the kid's name? Randy, okay, fine, we'll go with Randy. Randy's getting out of the car. Do you guys remember this scene? He's getting out of the car, and, and uh, in front of his friends, Brad. Yes, it's Brad. Randy, why are you guys throwing me off? All right, who thinks it's Brad? Who thinks it's Brad? He looked it up. Randy Taylor. Okay, good. Randy gets out of the car. And, and Tim Allen says to him, I love you, son. And later in the show, he's having a conversation with Tim around the kitchen. 
And you know, Tim, he always wore like Western Michigan shirts or Detroit Lions shirts because uh, the thing was based in, in Detroit. He, he came and said, Dad, I really, you know, it's really embarrassing. You know, I'm 13 years old or whatever. It's really embarrassing to have your dad say, I love you in front of his friends. He said, you know, so could you not do that anymore? Again, I'm paraphrasing. So could you not do that anymore? And Tim says, well, let's just have a code phrase or something. And so the code phrase was, how about them lions? So yeah, that was, that was the code phrase, how about them lions? So that's actually where that came from. But the reason why I just thought of that is because, of course, I had a few experiences at Ford Field this year. And given the success of the team, you know, I'll tell one story before I have them play a quick video here. I, we have these things called coaches retreats, and we do them uh, every October. Some of you have been special guests at those. And we do this mainly for our coaches, but we allow about 15 or 20 invited guests in. And to be an invited guest to this, you have to show leadership potential. Uh, you have to have you know, a good following of agents that come to our events. Uh, you have to be interested in coaching and developing others. So some of you will get the invite, I'm sure, if you haven't had it yet. But one of the things I said at our very first coaches retreat, because we do these excursions, you know, we go tour different places around the city that, that have winning reputations. And I said in the beginning, guys, I hope you can respect, I'm a diehard Lions fan, and I'm not going to take us to the Detroit Lions practice facility because I am embarrassed that it is not a winning organization. And therefore, that would not be sending a good message. I don't want to learn from a, an organization that has a culture of losing really the last 50-plus years. So we've chosen other sports teams and so forth. But then fast forward to, I believe it was the, uh, yeah, it was the summit last year in Orlando. We played a little video after they beat the pants off of the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night. Anybody remember that game? Where are my Packers fans at? All right, by the way, yep, you guys, you guys got a big game coming up next week. So we played, after we beat the pants off of them on Sunday night, we opened up somewhere with a video of the Lions. And, um, of course, you know, it didn't make a difference because we didn't know whether they were going to make the playoffs or not because Seattle had to lose and all this other stuff. Anyways, we thought that video was so powerful on the change, how you change the culture of an organization. And they did it through grit. Their whole word is grit in everything we do. And so this year, given their execution on that plan, I have asked our video team, and we go back and forth a lot on this stuff. They probably hate me by now because everything's like 7th revision, 11th revision, 12th revision. I asked them to put together some clips of what has happened since we played that video one year ago this same week. Check it out. The 2022 Detroit Lions will. Um. That is the word, isn't it? Brett, that's what Dan Campbell's all about. Very impressive showing here in the opener by Detroit. This game is over. Is up and it is no good. Missed it to the right. Your Lions needed to stop, couldn't get it. Picked up by the Patriots, going back the other way. As the Lions dropped their fifth consecutive game to fall to one and six on the season. I know this is difficult. We really believe in our process. We've got the right people in place to pull this touchdown, off. and Seattle's going to win it. When you're looking for the definition of fraudulent. That's what the damn Detroit Lions showed you today. I'm out on the Lions because they haven't turned a corner. Here we go, man. This is day one. It's going to take everybody this spring. I want to do something special. Do you? 
I swear to God, I want to do something special. Like everything from this point moving forward is how we position ourselves to have the best possible spot to now move forward. How do you sustain the hype? You have to show up at Arrowhead. People said nice things about the Lions. It doesn't mean anything. It all starts tonight. It is incomplete. Picked off. Picked off by the Lions. Brian Branch with it left side. He's going, baby. He's going to the house. Everybody stand up for one second, please. All right. Turn around and look at the very back of the room. All right. And just, what does it say there? Alex, what does the top one say? It is 1992 last playoff win. Okay. Deck, what does the next one say? Uh, 1993 last division championship. Got it. Charles, what about the next one? 1957 last league championship. Good. Sit down, please. We build our legacy now. We build our legacy now. We are in a unique position with this team. We're able to do something that not many teams are able to do. And that's to build a legacy, some have. That's what I think of. It's not, man, are we gonna be able to get it done off? No, we're, we're gonna do it, gentlemen. We will do it. Craig Reynolds with a big block to help spring up. Jamison makes the catch. Touchdown Detroit Lions. That's what I'm talking about. They get to fire. We're doing something special. We're going to continue to do something special today. This is a really exciting team with the Detroit Lions. Almost Lions. Off gives it to Montgomery. Cut back lane is there. There he goes left side line. Outside the numbers. 10, 5, and so. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. They are a thrilling team to watch. We're doing this. Keep on. You got to believe not in yourself, but the man next to you. Getting in here. Getting going to Ball's loose. It's kicked out of the end zone. They've set a new standard for what should be expected from the Detroit Lions. One of the reasons I want to be here because I knew this could be a special place. And you get a winner here in Detroit, it'll be something special. They needed a statement, and they made one. Man, I'm proud of you. And we got more to go. All roads lead to Detroit. Yeah. Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will. Yes, yes, yes. All right, for those of you that are fans of other teams, I'll shut up about the Lions. That was it, we're excited. Let us, ha let us have our moment, please, let us have our moment. Okay, so we have places I wanna go, things I wanna do, experiences I wanna share, uh, things I want to have, write down things I want to have. Things I want to have. Contributions I'd like to make. Contributions. Things I want to have, contributions I'd like to make. Investments I'd like to take part in. Investments I'd like to take part in.
places I want to go, things I want to do, experiences I want to share, things I want to have, contributions I'd like to make, experiences I'd like to take part in. How about Bucky's? Has anybody had that kind of experience? All right, that one was in there for a joke. All right, that's, it's an experience, that's fine, but that probably should not be on your vision board. That should not be an option. All right. Clearly, I, I, I was hungry that day, too, because my hands are full. <laughs> how, about, how about people I want to spend more time with? Options. People I want to spend more time with. Things I want to do, experiences I want to share, things I want to give. People I want to spend more time around. People I want to spend more time with. Let me get to a few of these. Things I want to have. Media studios, right? You can have these things. Greg's looking really good there. Nice shot of Greg. I think that was photoshopped. <laughs> Experiences. So one that I, that I have um, yet to share on here, and that is, you know, I guess it, it might check one of the other boxes. Let me get through some of these. is um, things I want to do with my family. Oftentimes, as real estate salespeople, we get busy and they get left, left to, for last or second, or maybe our time with them isn't as much as it might have been before we really decided to go after it. So uh, this is a picture of, of my family and... We just happen to be, again, when I look at options and things that I've wanted to do, we just happen to be um, at, a, at a restaurant um, in the Bahamas. And why are we in the Bahamas? Well, we're in the Bahamas because I was um, at a marina uh, filling up for gas one day with, with, you know, in my boat. And I remember talking to the guy that runs the marina. His name's Len. I saw this crazy looking like spaceship type of boat. And I said, Len, whose boat is that? What is that? I've never seen that before. I mean, you know, the marina's in Detroit. I mean, they've got some nice boats, but this is like, this stood out like a sore thumb. I mean, it looked like something from, you know, Italy or France or somewhere not even, you know, made in, in the US. He said, Jeff, I can't really tell you. I'm not supposed to say. And some of you will know the name. Some of you won't if you're hockey, you'll, you'll know if you're hockey fans. He said, that's Sergei Fedorov's boat. Really? All right. And I just remember thinking to myself, and I, put that, I planted that picture in my mind that there will be a day where I will have that. And, you know, that was probably four or five years ago. But we were in the Bahamas um, because we took a trip to Bimini, Bahamas, on my new boat. And so I was fortunate enough to be able to accomplish some things on my vision board. <clears throat> And wait, wait till you see the name. All right, wait till you see the name. Ready? Vivi Irreali. Anybody know Italian? Know what that means? Live unreal. Unreal life. That's right. So as you're thinking about your options and what you can do for yourself and others, you have permission to be a little selfish. You have permission to, to go after things that are for you and that will enhance your life and make your life better, but also don't forget about the others because 
you should share. As you get more and more successful, you should share more and more because people want to have those experiences too. And I know you've worked for them and you deserve them, but wouldn't it be so much better if you could also share those with your loved ones? So always keep that in mind as you're growing. So options is your vision board. Let's go to the next phase. So the next phase is what I call, now you've heard it probably before as best self. I call it better self. And the reason why I call it better self is because you're always getting better. Because you, you, once you reach what you believe is your best self, uh, you get better because of your exposure, the people you spend time with, the conferences you go to. You, you become better in all things. There, there really is no like best self because you always have an opportunity to do better. So when you think of better self, all right, I want you to think of things, and here are some of my personal ones, by the way. I want you to think of, and these are in no particular order, but one of the first ones that came to mind is I made a decision last January after watching some of the, the you know, because we go back and watch the videos and look for ways we can improve. No different than we teach salespeople. Watch your listening presentation. Guess what I do? I watch my presentation from the stage. Okay, I need to move slower. I need to do this. I need to pace more this way. I need to pay attention to this side more than this side. I need to look over here. Now I got to look over. No different than our listening presentation. We do the same thing. And I made the decision a year ago, and I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. If my mission is to impact millions to live their most unreal life, I need to do a better job of showing you how I'm living mine. And I need to do a better job of exampling a way or several ways to live your most unreal life. And what I recognized last January after going back and watching the footage, I thought, what kind of example am I setting if we know the way you feel makes you more effective and the way you feel is based on, one of the, one of the factors is based on your health. So I made a decision last year, a conscious decision, to not diet, not do anything extreme, not do anything crazy, but I made a decision that I need to be in better shape if I'm leading this audience to their unreal life. And so I'm still on that journey. By the way, last January I was 282 pounds. Today I'm 248, so I'm, I'm down. And I'm, I'm still working on that. Um, you know, I probably have another 10 or 15 or whatever before I'm you know, feeling like I'm optimal. But honestly, when you think about everything from your scripts and dialogues and your time management, and your skills and your energy, health absolutely should not come last. I will tell you, I'll be the first to admit, and you know, Kate Simon has heckled me on this for over a decade. Health comes first. Health before wealth. Because what I didn't recognize is the healthier you are, the more effective you become. Think about that for a second. The healthier you are, the more effective you are on the phones. The healthier you are, the more effective you are showing houses. The healthier you are, the more effective you are listing property. Now, what I don't recommend is everyone goes out and crash diets and whatever. And, and if you're going to do anything, please don't start this week because we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I, 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 my number, by the way, before the summit, my target number was 250. That was last year. I set the number at 250. And so I, the reason why I went a little bit below 250 is because I want to budget three or four pounds for what we're going to do this week. <laughs> so don't start until after you get back home, all right? So health. In order to be better for you, I needed to be in better physical condition myself. It's selfish of me not to. I wrote down better listener. Stopping to seek to understand more often. 
For me, again, these are mine. You, can, you have your own traits. For me, I needed to be a better listener, stopping to seek first more often. Seek, when you seek first, you understand other people's positions. You understand what people are feeling, what they're sensing, what they're thinking, versus immediately going in with your own. Next, I wrote down, and I'm sure you can all appreciate this, to be a better self, I knew I had to be more respectful of other people's time. I knew I needed to be more respectful of other people's time. And it's, tar- it's tough, you know, because Kathy and Kate, you know, they beat me up and Taylor over time. We've got to start on time. We've got to start on time. Well, the problem is, and you guys did great. The problem is if we don't have everyone back from the break, I don't want you to miss a good point. So I'm back there saying, is everyone in the room yet? Is everyone in the room yet? Is everyone in the room yet? Nope, nope. Well, then we can't start. So do me a favor. Now moving forward, because you guys did a great job. I mean, we, we, we hit play on that video at exactly 9 minutes, uh, 9.06 and 30 seconds, which was like a record. Last year, we were at 9.08. The year before, we were at like 9.18. The year before that, we were at like 9.22. Some of you remember some of those late starts. We are at 9.06. So do me a favor the rest of the week. Let's get back in the room so we can always start on time. A better golfer. Okay, well, that one really didn't happen, so... I'm still a 21 handicap. A better friend and family member. All right, I feel like this is an area of opportunity for me because you make time for people that matter most. And what does that say to others if I'm not making time for them? Better self, being more present. Being more present. Oftentimes I'll come home and I immediately after dinner jump right on my laptop. I get to work. All right, I got to catch up on everything from the day. Well, what if I scheduled time to do that and maybe waited until one hour before I went to bed or something like that? You can be more present today. Quality time. In 2023, I traveled more than ever. I mean, it was, it was my biggest year for travel for Glover U. I mean, it was all, I mean, you know, I don't know if anyone follows the statuses and stuff on, uh, with the airlines and, and the hotels, but I didn't even know there's this thing with Marriott called Ambassador. You know what Ambassador is? 100 nights a year in a hotel. 100 nights in 2023 in a hotel. And it wasn't like in the Bahamas. I mean, it was like in Topeka, Kansas, or you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Tulsa, friends. Cleveland, Ohio. A lot of best westerns in Cleveland. These aren't like Montages, right? Better self. By the way, you can be a little selfish. What could you do to improve your overall image? So this is all about thinking, okay, by the way, most of us, when we get options, we start living on this hamster wheel. Options, money, options, money. All right, I want to make more money. I need more options. I need to, it's a new time, it's a new year. I need to come up with more options. Now I need to make more money. And we never, we never break this. Because we're thinking these options, this is why best life is fooling you. This is why best life is wrong. These options make you feel for a moment that you're living your best life. And then you look up the next day or a week later or a month later and you're unfulfilled. This is where fulfillment will come from. You have an option. When you start checking off these boxes and making the money you want to make, you could become a better version of yourself or for some, unfortunately, a worse version, because money does some strange things. So what would it look like to be a better version of yourself? What are those traits? What are those habits? What are those characteristics? 
What does your better or best version look like? And once you think you hit your best version, there's another better version. Finally, once you've worked through this, now you have the opportunity to live your most unreal life. And you get a chance to define that. A life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. You probably can't picture it now. Some of you can because you've been through this before and you've been in our world for a long time now. So you understand what this means. You understand how this is next level. You understand how, and some of you in this room, I mean, gosh, I've seen the stories. I know the stories. Some of you have heard them on the stage. I can't wait to share more of them as we go. Of the lives people are living that, you know what they tell me and our staff and our coaches? I could have never imagined this. I could have never imagined this. That's exactly what the unreal life is. You can't imagine it. You can't, you don't even know what it looks like right now. This will help you through it. A life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. What does that look like to you? How would you describe it? So we're going to have some fun with this right now. Go ahead and turn to a clean sheet of paper in your workbook. Turn to a clean sheet of, sheet of paper in your workbook. And I want you to turn to the person next to you, in front of you, or behind you, okay? No one's getting up. You're not finding a partner. You're grabbing a partner right now. It's either the person to your left, the person to your right, the person behind you. And if, if there's an odd number and we got to do a little three-way thing, not that kind. Come on, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> then, then work three together. All right? Acknowledge who your partner is. Go ahead and do that now. They might be behind you. They might be in front of you. If, you, if you're left out, then just join with another group, but stay in your seat. We're not getting up. All right? One, two, three. Shh. Now what I want you to do, for some of you that have been through our team and brokerage advances, this is going to feel familiar. I want you to exchange workbooks with your partner right now. Go ahead. Ready to do it. Give them your workbook. Exchange. You're going to get it back. Don't worry. Lloyd doesn't take notes. He types them. All right. One, two, three. Shh. Now here we go. You're going to be interviewing each other to come up with your first version for some of you of your unreal life. Partners, your job is to write their answers into their workbook. So your handwriting will be in your partner's workbook. And I'm going to give you the questions. Now, why do we do it this way? We do it this way because studies have shown that if someone else is writing while you're speaking, you'll talk more, you'll think more, you'll share more thoughts. If you're writing and thinking at the same time, it doesn't always come to you quickly. And so partners, I'm going to give you the questions to ask, and you know, one person's going to go, and then the next person's going to go, and I'm going to bring it back in. So I'm going to give you the questions to ask, and when I, when I have you go ask those questions, I'm going to give you a couple minutes on each, and then just watch me. I'm going to call the attention back to the front, if as we go through these, you're like, Jeff, we didn't finish. We didn't have enough time. Don't worry. You can always go back to that previous question and finish that thought, finish that sentence. Good to see you, Ryan. Thanks for bringing your group, too. Uh, finish that thought, finish that sentence, and, and then move on to the next one. So the first one is easy. You might have to take out your calculators for this. So the first one, go ahead, partners, write this in their workbook. It's a two-part question. What is my income? What is my income? 
and transaction goal for 2024? What is my income and transaction goal for 2024? Now remember, all right, you guys are all smart. You should all have your business plans done. That's why you're here. So you should know this already. If not, you might have to take out your calculator and figure out, okay, average commission, da 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 Partners, you're going to ask the question, what is my income and transaction goal for 2024? This is going to be a fast one. You don't even need two minutes. I mean, it's going to come out in like a minute or a minute and a half. And then when you're done, look at me. I've got another question for you. Ready? Go. Income and transactions only. What's up, Polly? Thirty seconds, thirty seconds. right up here. Terry, we do that because I can't see faces. I can see white. It's a new feature. Yeah. If I'm over there, I can't see you guys. I can only see you when I'm right here. I'm... All right. One, two, three. Shh. By the way, one of the most powerful forms of accountability is telling someone else your goals. It's amazing what will happen when someone else knows your goals. I'll never forget, I had a goal to sell 100 homes in one year, and I had a roommate uh, that was living with me, and uh, he also decided he wanted to learn from me and, and prospect alongside me and so forth, and uh, we had learned the, the power of accountability and sharing your goals with as many people as possible, and uh, he was a roommate, so he had access to my wallet and you know some personal stuff, and I'll never forget when... I got to the office one day after prospecting session was over and I was taking a mindset break or I was going to lunch, whatever. I walk out. This was uh, 2008. I walk out and my license plate says 100 in 08. He had changed my license plate with the state of Michigan to broad, true story, to broadcast my goal to as many people as possible because he knew how embarrassing it would feel if I didn't do it. Smart. I still have that license plate today, by the way. Okay, so the next question, ready? Write this down, partners, write this down. What options, partners, write this down, what options will accomplishing my income and transaction goals, what options will accomplishing my income and transaction goal, what options? By accomplishing my income and transaction goals, will I have available to me? What options will I have available to me? And I'm not talking about the luggage. What options? So assuming I hit my income and transaction goal, I'm probably going to word it differently, so it might not matter. Assuming I hit my income and transaction goals, in other words, what options will I be able to take advantage of? What options will I have? What options will be available to me? 
think about, watch this, ready? One, two, three, shh. Think about all the stuff, places, go, do, have, experiences. Partners, you got two minutes, ready, go. No surface level answers. No surface level answers. Be specific. Partners, your job is to make them give you specifics. I don't wanna hear about a new car. I wanna know what car, what year, what make, what model. Give me at least two or three. Two more minutes, two more minutes. Switch partners if you haven't yet. Places I wanna go, things I wanna do, experiences I wanna share, things I wanna give. Be specific, no surface level answers. All right, one, two, three, shh. Now here's the deal, you probably didn't get a chance to finish up because you got a lot of options, all right? If you didn't get a chance to finish up and you wanna go back to that one on this next question, you can do so. But now we're gonna talk about better self. What traits, write this down. Sorry, I butchered the last one, I'll try not to butcher this one. What traits, what habits, what characteristics, what traits, what habits, what characteristics would I like to improve on? What habits and traits, characteristics, would I like to improve on? 
to live my better self? What habits, what traits, what characteristics would I either like to improve on or possess to live my better self? What would make, when you think of people you look up to, what are their traits in their personal life, their professional life, people that you admire, mentors? Why, why are they mentors? What do they do that makes them a mentor? Think of those traits, those habits, their characteristics. Share those with your partner. You got a couple minutes, ready, go. Think of what would make you a better mother, a better father, a better friend, a better brother, a better sister, a better family member. What are those habits and traits? What makes you a better cousin, uncle, brother, godfather, godmother, friend, relative, spouse, significant other? What makes you better? Traits, habits, characteristics. Think of personal traits, people you look up to. Two more minutes on this one, two minutes. There's the Joneses. Better mother, better father, better husband, better wife, better brother. What makes you better? What are those characteristics? A better brother-in-law makes egregious sports bets, golf bets. If you haven't switched partners, make sure you do. We've got about 45 more seconds on this. I want two or three traits. Everybody has to have two or three traits.
All right, one, two, three. Last and final question. I understand if you're in the middle of a sentence, you didn't get a chance to finish that one. Go back and finish it when I release you on this final question. Ready? The final question, partners, write this down in your, in your partner's workbook. The final question, in three sentences or less, write this down, in three sentences or less, please describe your unreal life. In three sentences or less, please describe your unreal life, dot, 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 a life so amazing, in, th in three sentences or less, please describe your unreal life, dot, 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 a life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. A life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. You can't, you can't fathom it. It's not even, it wasn't even a part of your thought process before now. You might now, as you're saying it, you might think it's not possible. You might not think it's realistic. You might have the thought of, why would I even share this if it's not possible? No, knock that off. That's limited thinking. That's because, again, your best life is made up of your culmination of all your thoughts until this point. This is beyond that point. This is your unreal life. Ask your partner that question. Tell them to be specific with you. You got two minutes, ready, go. I just did. I'm living it. A life so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. Up until this point, it might not even have been a thought. Hey, Adam. Adam backstage, ask me about lighting stage right. Adam backstage, ask me about writing stage light, right. Ninety seconds, ninety seconds. Switch partners if you haven't gone yet. Ninety seconds. See, see how, how, how it's faint, but see those lights over there? Yeah. Look over here. How okay. dark it is. Yeah. So they have those lights off. It's the house light. Yeah, because it's super dark. Do you want there. those on over there? Yeah, it mean? should match. But also, just they need light. You know what I mean? What? <sighs> All right. One, two, three. Shh. Now here's the good news. I'm about to release you for our first break of the summit. So if you were in the middle of conversations, you wanna continue having it, you can take your workbooks with you or you can sit in your seat for a few minutes longer while we go into a break. But let's do this. Go ahead and give your partner their workbook back. 
Go ahead and switch back. And by the way, one, two, three, shh. Let's hear it for our partners forcing us to dig deep. Nice job, partners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Did you guys get some value out of this morning's activity? Yes. All right. Jeff Glover's real estate team has the highest per agent production in the state year after year. Want to know their secret? It's Sales Rocket. Skills, leads, systems, and it's available to you too. Sales Rocket is the virtual training platform that Jeff puts all of his agents through. In 31 pre-recorded video sessions taught by Jeff Glover himself, you'll master lead generation, lead conversion, presentation skills, time management, implementation of scalable systems, and more, all at your own pace. It's everything you need to know and do to accelerate your production and close more transactions. Access Jeff Glover's own training platform, Sales Rocket, at gloveru.com 